Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. Well, I guess Albuquerque and the west side of Albuquerque. Does that still count as Albuquerque? Of course, everything's Albuquerque. It's like uh, that scene from The Lion King. Everything the sun touches is Albuquerque. But what about that? What about that shaded area? What about that? <laughs> oh, that's that's Rio Rancho. <laughs> doesn't count. Your boys are live in New Mexico. Penny on coffee. We're at the 528 location. That's the one across from. All right, so help me out of here. It's it's Dell. It's Intel. It's uh, Nextel. I- Intel. Intel. I believe it's Intel. Intel. Until they sell to Amazon. This what? It'll be Intel. Yeah, it's Intel. Thank you, Michael. I imagine that deal for Amazon is uh, currently going through as we speak. So we're the the very southern edge of Rio Rancho. I believe this is Rio Rancho right? proper. Yes, it is yeah. Rio Rancho. We passed the sign. 1761 Rio Rancho Boulevard Southeast. Come and hang out with your boys. We are here until the end of the program, uh, approximately 10 minutes after 6 o'clock, when we hand this bad boy over to Albuquerque Isotopes and their broadcast of baseball as the Isotopes took a home opener in a series yesterday. Yeah, Let's go, baby. boys. So they're obviously going to sweep that one. I called it. I always called it. Well, Josh Sushan will join us on the Sushan will join us on the program today. Did he confirm a time yet? Did you just skip like a CD? Yeah. <laughs> Sushan joins us. Sushan joins us. Sushan joins us. Sushan joins us. Oh, no. We need to get some Windex. We'll squirt a Windex and a paper towel. Get those scratches out. It's crazy how his name is also the sound a helicopter makes. Sushan will join us. At some point in the broadcast, we'll figure that out. Also, Kim Kershaw will join us from Locker 505. Oh, you promise? Yeah, because we are live here in New Mexico Pinion, where for the past one week's van, one week's exactly, have New Mexico Pinion locations around this fair city and the city that connects to it, Rio Rancho, as they have been collecting... All of the donations for Laco 505, you bring in a donation, you get 10% off your purchase. You bring in a high-priority donation and make a social media post, you get 25% off of your purchase. And, I mean, that's how we do it here in New Mexico Pinion. So come see us up until 6 o'clock tonight, then uh, head over to the baseball game. We will not be heading over to the baseball game immediately following. We'll be heading over to Howie's Sports Page, yeah. 12500 Montgomery Boulevard. Where we're going to spend the evening uh, hashing out the final deets on the new Monday night football contract. Because we'll be over there every Monday night starting September the 12th where you can watch us do radio or yeah. interact with radio. So what I would really like on the Monday night football broadcast at Howie's Sports Page, 12500 Montgomery Boulevard. Is to buy us beer. Oh, I'd like that. I'd like for okay. everyone to come and buy us beer. But what I really want is I want a peanut gallery. Absolutely. That's what I want. I want to be cheered and jeered or jeered and cheered. Do a little call and response. Oh, please. Yeah. I want to start the program and go, Marco. And then I just want to see Howie's sports page come to life. And say, Rubio. That's okay. Is that no, not what it goes? not, not exactly goes. Okay. correct or uh, at all. We'll be here uh, all day, but we can't talk about sports. We can't talk about 
the NFL. We can't talk about the NBA. We can't talk about Major League Baseball or professional golf until we recap what is the best thing in the history of all things, and that is hard knocks. Boom. Last night, the Detroit Lions graced my screen, and the football team up there led by old Dan Campbell went down to Indianapolis, got beat up all week in practice, and then made one play at the end of a at a preseason game to be big winners, and HBO Sports made it look like it was the freaking Super Bowl. Right, they're really good at that. Like I was into it for sure, even though in real life there's no way I'm going to care about the Detroit Lions no. or the Atlanta Falcons. No. The second after Hard Knocks is over, I will give zero cares. Yes. And you know what I mean when I say zero cares. Yes, you don't mean cares. About the Detroit Lions. But watching that game, they just just show it in such a way that's so captivating. Yeah, it's poetry. My brain is also mm-hmm. skipping. Yeah, the Windex and paper towel on nah, me, too. don't worry about it. Okay. The, it starts off, Hard Knocks last night, with Dan Campbell with a pair of uh, cocaine-filled sweatpants. And he's standing <laughs> at the front... Of And I really like this behind-the-scenes stuff of Hard Knocks where it's like you're showing players and, like, auditorium seating and Dan Campbell, uh, uh, like like Petey Pablo, shaking a pair of pants around the top of his head filled with cocaine. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm like, okay, there's a message here. Not sure what it is. Detroit has bad cocaine. This <laughs> is, that, is that where you're going with this? Dog, the yeah. opening scene is Dan Campbell... Shaking out the pockets of sweatpants and just losing cocaine all over the room. Is that what that was? What else could it have been? Okay. thought it might have been chalk or something. <laughs> the, the story he's telling with the pants is, you got to get rid of your dirty laundry. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what is more predictable in the city of Detroit or for a professional football player, but is it to walk around with sweatpants with pockets full of chalk or pockets full of cocaine? Well, that's the uh, excellent question there, Fred. Uh, I hadn't thought about that until you just said it out loud just now to me. Also, I thought it was I thought it was a very apt metaphor. And with that being said, I'm super excited that Dan Campbell knows what a metaphor is. Right. Yeah, that was a big moment. It for was. Me. It made zero sense as far as metaphors go. No, no, no. It was bad. No, it was. But the energy was there. Well, and that's the thing. The thought was hey, there. When they're in that auditorium room, they will respond to anything. Yes. Those players, they, what's the cat's name? The wide receiver that can't catch a pass. And then Mark, and then Mark Brunell said he was the worst uh, wide receiver on the planet as he's trying to pump up his third best quarterback. Well, apparently he's better at juggling than catching footballs. Not even. He was steady dropping the balls. He was very nervous. I am a very good juggler. You are a very good juggler. Correct. This is a thing we've talked about zero times on the program. If you and I can master it, and professional-level athlete is going to drop them all over the floor, mm. and then the reaction from the crowd fan. So they started off like being absolute haters they to this poor kid. Yes, which was deserved. Uh, he got... Almost ran off the stage. You know when David Letterman used to do stupid human tricks and the crowd would not cheer? That's what this was. This was a guy cracking his knuckles, like if he was getting ready to play the piano. They ended up loving it, though. No, they did not. The crowd went bonkers. Okay. No, this is like when you scold a puppy. He dropped it a couple times, did a couple between the legs, did a couple behind the backs. Mm, Tempted it. And I love how the teammates went from roasting him Mm -hmm. to absolutely turning it up to 11. Speaking of... And acting like, 
It's the coolest thing they've ever seen in their lives. Speaking of roasting, come it's hang out. Just with, juggling, guys. Come hang out with your it's boys. Not even upper echelon juggling. At Pinon Coffee House, 1761 Rio Rancho Boulevard Southeast. We are here until the end of the program. Bam. Yes. No. Also, just, just because you can juggle, yes, doesn't mean you need to thwart the efforts of others who are trying to juggle. If you are so skilled in your skills of entertainment that you feel that juggling is a stand unique one, that's how little you can entertain others. Like, and you know this is coming. You just watched first round draft pick out of the University of Michigan, who seems to be a dog, Adrian Hutchinson. Go out there and, and do Michael Jackson as good as any person of, of that skin tone has ever done Michael Jackson, including Michael Jackson after he chose a new skin tone. It was close. <laughs> it was close. It was a solid six for sure. Uh, I, I mean, I'm still stuck on the reaction of the players who like acted like they've never seen anything that cool before in their lives. Of juggling. Then they, when they saw someone juggle. Yeah. No, it's not like they're seeing street magic. Yeah. Like, this is, there are certain things that deserve a certain level of reaction. Like, a guy walking up to you on the street and really blowing you away with street magic? Yes. Yes. Have that reaction. Like, when you're, like you're going down the highway and then out of nowhere comes a guy on a crotch rocket doing a wheelie? Like, that's the kind of reaction. Oh, I don't even know what that is. Like, remember when you're a kid and, like, you opened up a box of Cracker Jacks and it was the cool toy? Not even, like, 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 like a crappy sticker or something. No. It was, like, a really good one. That's the way they were acting. I will like they maybe, got the good toy. I'll maybe hear that analogy if you're talking, like, Happy Meal, but I'm definitely not going to hear it for Cracker Jack. Oh, and- for using kids' example, look, it's like you got the Happy Meal and you got an extra McNugget. Like, that's how crazy they were going. No, they were going crazy like this. They were going crazy like you're in grade school and you're outside on the playground and the lunch monitor is like, okay, gang, 10 extra minutes. That's what they were going crazy like. Sure. That's an actual one to go crazy over. That's a good one. Yeah. Watching this kid whose name I've already forgot, Templeton, Piddleton, Dippleton, Have you ever seen a, a paper airplane accidentally do a backflip and keep I, flying? I like B.O.B. That's that reaction. All right, that's a good one, yeah. actually. Like in like a really athletic paper airplane, yeah. Like a like a like, like a flying wall window. I get excited airplane. like when I see like a really small puppy in human clothes, something like that. Like that's the way the reaction. Just, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of those things as like you're just like in your regular existence of life. You see an occurrence, and then you do like a fist pump into the air. Yeah. Like what is the thing that get, okay. Today's I-9 Varsity. Catch this at 5 o'clock. Today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of fist pumps. Okay. 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 I like this. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. So today's I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of fist pumps. Wrote it down. Uh, You know know what that feels like? It feels like when you come to New Mexico Pinion Coffee. There we go. Get your favorite drink. Can you hear this over there? Is that what that is? That's not it, doesn't, a, it doesn't make that noise. It's not a real it doesn't make a noise. noise. It's, it's just it's just like a normal noise you, when you drink out of a straw. Behaving like my brother's kids right now. I just don't know how I feel about that. Hard knocks very good. The thing that got me was whenever they go down to Indianapolis, and Indianapolis has made their practice facility like it's from the land of Oz. Okay, that's a good comparison. Yeah, yeah, it's, like like. Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory for Meatheads. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Willy's Wonka. It's thirty percent Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory, thirty percent The Land of Oz, thirty percent Fern Gully, and they put it all together mm-hmm. into. I know those numbers. Ten percent Mad Max and yes, the Thunder. Yeah, because because yeah. uh-huh. of what happens on the field, and then backup running back in Detroit, 
who is just mouthy as mouthy gets. Stole my heart. No. He's my new favorite player. He's my least favorite now. Which one are we talking about? The guy who just kept chirping? Oh, yeah, no, 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 not him. Williams? No, yeah, I'm a Williams guy. No, I'm not. He's terrible. He's great. Mm -mm. Any guy, you played football for a long time. Any guy who takes off his helmet to chirp is because he's afraid to get into it. The guy who takes off his helmet and then chirps has got nothing behind him. The guy who chirps through the helmet, the guy who's ready to go, I'm into that guy. No. The one you worry about is the stone-cold, silent guy who talks zero smack, who just waits for you to talk smack, and then he backs it up. That's the guy you worry about. Once you open the door for smack talk, there are different levels. But the one you worry about is like the silent type, like Aaron Donald, who like you just know what's coming. You won't even make direct eye contact with him because you don't want to upset him. Yeah, you're talking about who to worry about. I'm telling you about who not to worry about. And don't that's the guy about. who takes off helmet and chirps. Well, he is on the very bottom tier. Except for a guy who's also had neck surgery. So guy who's had neck surgery, the very, very bottom. You're if, he, if he Peyton, chirps. Peyton Manning? He, yeah, if Peyton Manning's chirping at you, nothing's going to happen. Also, that cat. If Peyton Manning chirps at you, it's probably going to be funny and distracting. Well, if he's got a writer there for him, I mean. It's, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It's, it's, the, it's a real good point. Best comedians don't tell the best jokes. Whenever we get back, we're going to wrap up our Hard Knocks talk. Also, Micah Parsons is in the news, so he'll be a little Dallas Cowboys. Big injury in the NBA, and this one's a little bit of a heartbreaker if you ask your boy. A couple fun interviews throughout this program. Golf news, Van. I'm really excited that we have golf news. <laughs> it's a good story. I'm trying to combine the word golf and news into one into one word. Goose. Yeah, got a lot of goose coming up. Some north. Two men on live from the mobile John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our day at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits and the weekend is for New Mexico's vodka. Tell her vodka. Come see your boys today at Pinion Coffee. Also, Starting September the 12th, come see your boys at Howie Sports Page, 12500 Montgomery Boulevard. We'll watch a Monday Night Football every single day. That is a Monday up until the day they stop showing football on Mondays. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Thanks, producer. My bad, Michael. Goodness, we were just talking. Uh, so let me tell you what, Michael, let me tell you what just happened. I was pitching the idea that me and Van and New Mexico Pinion Coffee do a like a three amigos kind of thing at a at like a fashion show we we're gonna do i like that yeah a lot. i call chevy chase <laughs> but we we're gonna do we had a i had a vision that's off air talk so uh michael you had, a, you had a revelation yeah it's a revelation that's a good word michael um so you say we want a revelation hey that's not the song oh shoot. <laughs> so Indianapolis is crappy. It's super crappy. It's it's as Midwest dull and boring, and there's a reason you fly over Indiana. There's a reason, right? Well, I mean, Indianapolis is garbage unless you're going to Indianapolis from Detroit. Okay, yeah. And then it looks like Mecca. That's okay. That's yeah. a, okay. Excellent pilgrimage. Yes. Or by way there. of El Paso. That's okay, yeah, yeah. Michael. We don't talk about El Paso on days it's we the, don't it's have the to. It's the El Paso of the Midwest, yeah. Mikey. You're you, correct. You know El Paso is playing yeah. the United <laughs> Friday the 2nd? And kind I'm, of playing. I mean, I mean you, they'll be here physically. They'll, yeah, they'll be here. If any fans come, um, I, I would like like a quarantine section to put them in. 
Like a just yes. keep them a separate. Can't I mean you got to de-louse them on the way you, in, right? Uh, I don't know much about Ellis Island, but if there's a way to create it, we just create it like a system, like a for El Paso. So Detroit goes down to Indianapolis to try to class it up a little bit, and they get there and they just like only get super embarrassed during all this camp stuff. Was that the vibe you got? A little bit. Like they yeah. did, they did not play better than the other team. Like HBO Sports is like, cool. We got maybe three highlights. None of them are great, but we're going to show you the three. And then the real takeaway was: Do Staley just like sucks helium every day? <laughs> he's been, he's been. Do Staley has been talking so much crap, yeah, that his voice literally went out, and now he's like a a scratchy character, yes, on a cartoon, yeah, with no voice, but he still has the same intensity. Even though he sounds like someone who's been smoking cigarettes for 40 years the, and then sucked helium. The timing of it is very much like DJ Tanner has to perform like a solo with Jesse and the Rippers at the high school talent show. And the day before, she loses her voice. And it's comedically funny. That's where Deuce Staley is. Is that an actual episode? I would assume. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would assume that's okay. an actual episode. Because your, your knowledge of Full House. Hyper-specific. Yeah, yeah. very specific. Put that at Trivia Night Locker 505. Figure that out. Okay. Little, full, little Full House <laughs> trivia. I'd kill that bad boy. The, so Deuce Staley, he's lost it. He's got no go anymore. And I'm losing it as a fan of this program because every scene with Aiden Adrian Hutchinson is just dudes who, by the way, Dan Campbell don't have any coaches friends. He only has former players friends that he's making coaches. So Dan Campbell... And all these other dudes on the Lions coaching staff are just walking up to Adrian Arian, Adrian Hutchinson, and they're like, hey, thank you for being a dude. What? This is the angle? You know, the number one pick, that's not how you treat them, right? No. you got to haze them a little bit. you got to drop them down a peg. You just gave him like $100 million. Mm-hmm. Like, let him be humble a little bit for a while. Let him be a team no, player. No, none of them are. Don't just be like, yeah. uh, I, I mean, those cleats are looking a little dusty. Yeah, mind yeah, of, yeah. Hey, mind if I shine them up for you yes, real quick, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Hutchinson? No, is that okay? No, Mr. Hutchinson, I, uh, it's a little sunny out today. I don't know if you applied your own deodorant, but hear me out here, guy. Right. Oh, my God. Speaking of sunny, got to put a little sunscreen on your neck. Oh, you don't want to get burnt out here, just Adrian. incredibly dumb. Aiden, whatever your name is, I like it. Yeah, Aiden, all the... A. Hutchinson? Yes. So then, as this is the the beat on everyone, and I get that they're all former players, and they've seen dudes come in, like drafted whatever number overall this, and just be head cases and not work hard. I get it. It's mm-hmm. cool to have a guy who's in. Mm-hmm. But as a dude who's like, I mean, at least popular enough to beat Jim Rome in the ratings, as a dude who like puts in work, like if you're putting in work, that's my expectation. Yeah. I'm not going to praise you for doing the job you're expected to do. That's not how that works. And, like, seconds after they saw him smoking Hutchinson's pole, they go up to a veteran, and he's like, I saw you're the last one out of the locker room today. And the guy said nothing to Coach Campbell. Yeah. It's okay. You be you. You be late. No. No, Coach. No. That's not how you treat your players. Don't say, hey, by the the way, my wife's free later. If you won't swing by, they, they, that's everything, yeah. everything's yeah. fine. Now, Hutch. Uh, right, hell, don't ask, don't tell. Am I right, brother? <laughs> that's, well, kind of lost me there a little bit on that part. But, no, it, you're very much correct. On it's, it's, There's all these different like languages, and I just don't know if I get it all the time. And then now, episode, are we in three? So, episode three, 
they're going to start. All right, here's the fringe guy story. And at yeah. this point in training camp, you uh, you've never like really worked in like broadcast a football game, but too deep, right? So you have like your too deep, which is these are your starters, these are your backups, these are basically the twenty two guys that could see the field on each side of the ball. Yes. Basically it. So forty four total. You know what your too deep is here. Like what are we really talking about? How many spots are we really talking about? Eight? We're talking about eight spots? So we gotta figure out eight. They're not giving me stories of guys who I believe are gonna get eight. This this easy cat who's from the continent of Africa or the yeah. country of Africa, I don't think that was super defined. Whenever he came over, he's like, I've been here six years. I just play football. That's my thing. Like, we know you're not going to make the team. Like, you're not tricking me, HBO. Like, you've – I thought Danny Amendola was going to be a cowboy the very first year of Hard Knocks. I do not right now think that this cat's going to make the team. Oh, that that's a little stone-cold whodunit when they cut Amendola. Yeah. That one – yeah, I didn't see that one coming. No. That was a Shyamalan twist for the ages. But, like, the, this class this year is like, oh, none of these guys are going to make it. No. Yeah, because you see them playing poorly. Like, at least try to hype them up a little bit mm-hmm. and then cut them later. They have compelling stories. They pick some good ones this year. Kid from Africa. Brothers in jail. Yeah. Uh, girlfriend's a better athlete than he is. That's a good one, actually. Like, yeah, all of these stories yeah. are, like, really compelling. And the, and the Rod- like, this year, though, is like, oh, none of these guys are no. making it. All and right. the Rodriguez kid. So they're like uh, the linebacker kid. It's like, hey, it's second preseason. Hey, uh, the guys are really good. You're not going to play. That means, Rodriguez, you're a starter. Yeah. It's like he's, yeah. he's not a starter. No, no, no. No, no he's no, no. like this is gaslighting. A struggle bus. Yeah, you're gaslighting him. He's not at all actually the thing you're describing. So they go on to the game, whatever, and they can't figure out the game. They're not good enough to score or stop anyone. Like the team's just not there. Uh, but then because Indianapolis and who's that coach down there, Chuck Pagano? I have no idea. <laughs> so Indianapolis is like, hey, we're going to go for two here. If we get it, cool. We win the game's over. If we don't, cool. The game's over. It's preseason. Don't matter. Yeah. And I thought the Lions were going to burn Indianapolis to the ground. It was the greatest win in the history of the entire franchise in preseason at Lucas Oil Field or RCA Complex or whatever it's called. Most, I mean, most teams, like, it's just business as usual. We got our reps in. Mm. But for Detroit, they're like, hey, we got to go out there and get this W. Nothing feels good as a win. It's, it's preseason. This is, this is dress rehearsal. Yeah. 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 You're, at, you're getting out there. You're getting some reps in real time with the crowd. It doesn't matter if you win or lose. does not matter. The Ravens are undefeated in the preseason. By the time you say front of the show, Marty's with us. Marty, welcome. How are you? Fellas, so a little hard knocks talk. I was not aware that it was the Detroit Lions Indianapolis, and the Indianapolis Colts, or rather Dan Campbell. I was not aware. He's a former, I'm going to say, like, number two draft pick of the Dallas Cowboys. I don't remember. I know he was a tight end. Um. But he, he's how also is that show he's coming fa- along. Well, it's it's going well, but also don't forget he famously was the guy who kind of helped Jason Witten along. Right. So like the stuff that Dan Campbell was smart enough, and the stuff that he knew how to coach and like like mentor a young but a young blood because Witten had it. So Campbell, who's like a meathead, Marty, he knows the game insanely well and can communicate it to the boys. But he's trying to do it with cocaine pants. <laughs> like <laughs> the message, Marty, doesn't make sense. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was a guy the Cowboys could look at and say, man, you know, bring one of your old guys back. They need a motivator. I thought they thought they thought long and hard about hiring him before they got McCarthy. They thought about, I think, 
they were even thinking about interviewing him. But I, uh, I, I don't watch Hard Knocks, even when the Cowboys were on last year. I just... Uh, I try to watch a few episodes. It's been a while. It's been a while. This uh, is so the one where it's back. Yeah, this is this is the best. This season is the one, in, Marty. Jump in, back in on this one. In years. Yeah, yeah. So I I wanted to also just make a uh, a few quick facts about you know how we're entering. A lot of guys are are drafting their fantasy teams, and I got to ponder a little bit. Is why do we always talk about the franchise quarterback and then we take running backs in the first round? That don't make any sense to me. So what that tells me, I think we still undervalue the quality or the value of the running back. Because if, 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 if quarterbacks were all the rave, like we think they are, I think it's all media created, um, then I think we'd be drafting quarterbacks because they'd be scoring more. So I still think the running back's an important position. It's undervalued. I still think you can win running the football. Um, I know they say it's a passing league, but you still got to block. You still got to tackle until they take that away. And then just some food for thought. We've had, what, 55 Super Bowls, right? Only There's only been about 12% quarterbacks in those 55 Super Bowls that have won more than two. And there's been Ooh. seven of them. Ooh. And and then, here's another one. Here's, a, here's another nugget for you. These seven have won 43% of the Super Bowls. <laughs> so what does that tell you about the, the overrated term franchise quarterback? That right now, in my opinion, there's really only one, and he plays for the Bucks. The other ones, the other ones still have yet to win one more, more than one Super Bowl which would fall in line with the historical data of the Super Bowl that more than likely you're only going to win or win none at all. I like hey, it a lot. Yeah. Good, good call, Marty. <laughs> yeah, Marty yeah, good call. we got to break that one down. So, uh, if, if, you, if you take Tom Brady out of that equation, you you the statistics a, are wildly different. Oh, you guys were over the top of each other. I didn't get it. What was it? I think we lost you, Marty. But, no, Marty's on point with a couple things. I didn't quite get your point, man. I, I couldn't hear you over Marty. What was it? Oh, if you take Tom Brady out of that equation, the statistics change ra- uh, drastically. See, but you can't take Tom Brady out. Well, I know. Well, and, and like, as Marty's talking, and I know we're going to go to Kim Kirshen here after the break, so we'll come back with her. But as Marty was talking, he's talking about running backs in the first round. None this year. Zero running backs in the first year. Of the I think he's round. talking. He's talking fantasy versus real life. Oh, I see what you're saying. See, that's what I heard. Because there's no. Because there's no long in in the real game. There's no longevity to the position. Correct. And that's why you don't chance it. Yeah, in fantasy, running backs are so important because of scarcity. Yeah. There's only so many three down backs. Most of the good teams are going to multiple running back backfields. So everybody has three competent running we backs. Need, we need but very Marty. Few leagues have just one. We need Marty and the friend of the show, Fantasy Football League. Like, we well, need funny, to. It's funny you say that. Oh, go Fred, ahead. Yeah. Because we were going to announce that in the 5 o'clock hour. Okay. So, the big announcement of the friend of the show, Fantasy Football League. And we're going to tell you how you can be a, a partner in that. Uh, we are playing for $0, but we're playing for all the bragging rights. Well, we're going to have some swag. Well, we're going to have some, oh, some treats. Well, obviously, we're going to give stuff away. Yes, we yeah. have tons of giveaways. Yeah, and we'll put all that on our social media as well. But uh, the Fantasy Football League of Fellowship and Fots. If you're if you're an OG day oneer, friend of the show, reach out to us. Grab your spot. Mm-hmm. And everybody else, we'll have a few spots open for other friends of the show. Talk about what's going on here in New Mexico, Penny on Coffee. Whenever we get back, more NFL talk. It's that time of year. 
we maybe will not talk NFL talk until February. Like, it'll be, it's only NFL talk forever now. And uh, House of Dragons. Which I hate. <laughs> Two men on, 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Wait, hold on. Is this the Roseanne theme? I believe it's the it Roseanne theme. This is the Roseanne theme. It is. Mikey, why'd you play this one? Does Kim remind you of Roseanne? Is that why? What are you saying? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Throw him under the bus. Does, does Kim remind you about Jackie? Is that uh, why? Closer. Aunt Jackie. You. John Goodman? Why I'm a big you, John Goodman this? guy. Yeah. I'm a big John Goodman guy. Hopefully none of them. It's an outstanding program. Well, it's not a bad program, but I just don't see where I fit in there Kim, anywhere. Sh- show me on the doll where yeah, Darlene yeah, hurt yeah. you. Yeah, what did, what did Darlene what did DJ do? do to you? No, Come on. Nothing. I just... The name of the I restaurant just don't was see it. The Lunchbox. Was it really? Why would I make that up? I know. You never make it's anything It's in Lamford. I, I don't know it's why I act like you... Beautiful and historic Lamford. Our, uh, our growing 18 to 24 <laughs> crowd <laughs> probably just turned the channel. channel. What's, a, what's a Roseanne? Yeah. Who's, the, a, who's a DJ? Well, we always we say press, DJ who? press the button, tune in for NFL talk, and we are... Like Deadmau? Like what we, DJ? The, which DJ? Nice. I'm not sure which one. Is, are you talking about... Who's the cat we had on at the Super Bowl? Uh, oh, I can see his face. I forget his name. He was very nice. Oh, come we'll on, We'll get brain. that for you before we get done. Kim Kirsten joining us. She's the executive director of Locker 505. And one week now, New Mexico Pinion locations have had donation bins throughout the city. Uh, how much stuff have you got? Um, we've picked up a little bit, and it, every time we go, there's more. So it's uh, the containers are full. Matter of fact, the one out here at Real Rancho, they've done their job very well. Okay, uh, it's full. I'm going to have to empty it when I when I take off. So uh, Real Rancho is definitely stepping up and and doing their part. And uh, so they must like the coffee out here. They want to get that that ten percent off and uh, potentially twenty five percent. Potentially twenty five percent. Yes, if they do the. If you bring a hooded jacket. A hooded jacket. Okay, we were just having the discussion. <laughs> uh, let's just. Break it out there. Yeah, you're going to air a bad laundry out at, there or a dirty I am, jacket I am. laundry? I am. So at Locker 505, when we are inventorying and looking at jackets versus coats versus hoodies, mm-hmm. hoodies are a pullover. A jacket is a zip-up with a hoodie or with a hood. See, I just blew it. Uh, nice. With a hood. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I just threw proved, myself under I the hood. proved button. our point immediately yes. right there. With a hood. And then the coat is the heavier because we have to inventory them differently. And the kids ask for, if they ask for a hoodie, they don't want the zipper. I'm just telling you. If you're joining us See, on Comcast. I prefer a zipper. Yeah, same. Because well, I don't want to bring it off and on over my head the every kids time. Don't. Show your belly. They want the hoodie. Yeah. They want to show your belly. The kids don't care. They want a hoodie, and they want it over their head. But if they ask for a hoodie, they don't want something with a zipper. Speaking of the kids, they've been back in school now for two weeks. I know that because there was a half day today. Because... Um, Kids just are soft now. <laughs> We're eight days into school and you get a half day already? Are you kidding me? What's uh, what's the holiday this time? Who cares? It's what is it? Teachers' Mental Health Day because oh, they had to have good. kids for eight days. Yeah. When we when we go to Howie's for a meeting, there's going to be a bunch of teachers. There. Yes. Yeah. Very excited. <laughs> yes, there will. But you so we're we're the Wednesday into week two of school, and you have helped how many kids? We are over three hundred. 
we have seen over served that's over more than 300 one a day. kids. Uh, that is more than that. That's about 30 kids a day we're seeing. Um, we have about 1,200 referrals we're trying to get through. That's what's left. Yeah. So you had 15 hundo. Yes. What? Yeah. We have tons of referrals. We're is, seeing kids left and right. What is, what's the average cost per kid? Um, about $140 to give them a week's worth of clothing, including new socks, new underwear, new shoes, and then a combination of new and gently used clothing. And that includes the hygiene stuff that they get and books, etc. And zip hoodies. Zip. <laughs> Jackets. We're talking about zooties. Yeah. Zooties. <gasps> there you go. We've not. got a no. Ter- we've got a new term. If yeah. any of my bo- if any of my boards listening or uh, yep. my staff, they're going. Oh, great! That's what we need. Another term to figure out. If you are whoever's at Locker Five Hundred Five right now. Yes. Clear out a new section. Zooties. Zooties. Yeah, I really like <laughs> the that. The Zooties section. There's going to be a whole new thing. If you're a friend of the show, come down and meet us here at the Rio Rancho. Pinon will be here up until the end of the program today, which is what did I say it was like six fifteen? That's what you said. Up until six fifteen tonight, you can join us at seventeen sixty one Rio Rancho Boulevard Southeast. Come make a donation; you'll save ten percent on your purchase here at New Mexico Pinon Coffee, or make a donation of a high priority item and share a social media post, and you'll save twenty five percent. Ordering ahead and online, you can then round up your total for a donation to Locker Five Hundred Five. Kim, hold on. I'll do you one better. Yeah. If you come before 6.15 today, mm-hmm. while we're here, I will just give you coffee. <gasps> I got bags of coffee waiting for you. Okay. Come by, that. give your donation, and I'll give you a... It's a cookie-flavored one? Is that a pound? I'll give you a pound of lemon, lemon cookie, cookie coffee. So let me get this straight. Three. If you come to New Mexico Minion Coffee, you will take people to Pound Town? Yes. That's crazy. Yes. That's very you. good. Mm-hmm. You it's, missed the opportunity. You could have done that too, Fred. This, he's been there. Yeah, he's I've been never been to Pound Town. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Come down and hang out with us. Uh, do bring a donation, though. You are always looking for what? Hoodies. Yeah. Not. Also zip hoodies. Yeah, also zip hoodies. hoodies. A.K.A. zoodies. <laughs> yeah. Zoodies. Um, hoodies are always a, a big deal for the kids. Um, and underwear, which has to be new. We've had this discussion before. Yeah. Um, How are track suits doing? Kids into track suits? Right no. Now? Sorry, okay. track suits are not a big Windbreakers thing. Windbreakers were super big when I was a kid. Yes, members not only anymore. Jackets. You're old. What about that? What about members only members jackets? Members only jackets? No. no. Not a big, not a big Zubaz? thing. Zubaz? Yeah, what about skids? Uh, no. no. And not skid marks either. Oh, oh thank you for yeah, that. There we go. <laughs> That's important. Yeah, we don't yeah. want that Again, we will remind you again, Albuquerque. <laughs> <laughs> but and under, we still under, get them, so keep reminding them. Underwear and socks. New only. New In the only. package only. Yes. We had, we had a banger of a trivia night last Friday at the Sheraton. Big thank you to them and our title sponsor, McDonald's, on allowing us to make some money to help mm-hmm. Locker 505. Thank you to the many, many teams that came out and celebrated with us. Went so well, we're going to do it again. You are announcing the date, Kim. When is our next trivia? October 7th. There Ooh. we go. What yeah. is that? Sheraton. Is that a Friday? What is that? It is a Friday. Friday, Friday night. Friday right, Yeah, it's it. at the Sheraton Long Uptown time. again. McDonald's is going to sponsor again. So, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Teams of 10, get out with us at the Sheraton on October the 7th. We will start that at 7 o'clock in the evening, immediately following this program. And that's going to be a good one. So we'll do that. And then we will do a big tailgate trivia. And we're going to do that February the 3rd. That's the big dog. That's That's the big one. one. That's the week before the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So we know uh, you're going to go out, but 
like go out with us because you're gonna be home next weekend for the Super That's Bowl. That's right. Come so out and got a couple out big with ones. Us. This one is twenty bucks a pop on the eighth, or excuse me, Seven. on the seventh. Yep. And then uh, it's the big Cajoni one in February, and the big grand prize at our October event is you win a free table into the tailgate trivia that we're holding in February, and that we have assessed to have a $1,000 value. Yes. Did you hear that? I like it yep. a lot. So our winners the other night won a $1,000 table, and they were... They were they were they were gassed. They, they were. were. Yeah. It was really kind of funny. It was like yeah. we get to do this again at that. So. And I think it was a team of eight instead of ten, so they're going to look to add two. Yes, That's, I they're going to be adding to their yeah. team. And I told them, you know, you can have a full yeah. team, and they're like, really? Yeah. Like, all, and I said, yeah, you you want a table of ten, so you're in for all ten. So anything we missed, Kim? Uh, not just a big thank you yeah. to New Mexico Pinion. Um, they have been huge supporters of ours, and I just want to say, guys, you know. They have cold drinks, too. It's not just... Everyone knows that. That's literally the coffee. opposite of breaking news. No, no, I'm just saying. Some people <laughs> don't, that it doesn't have to be coffee. This is an awesome tea, a blueberry <laughs> lemongrass tea. Not everybody knows that, Fred. I'm sorry. I feel like... I'm pretty sure it's caffeine-free, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't There's ask that, ki- but they do have some. Yeah, but I, I just like- want people to realize that they're not going, oh, it's the end of the day. I don't want caffeine. Since right. that TV show Friends, everyone knows you can get cold drinks at coffee shops. Okay. All right. <laughs> so bring, you say your, so bring your new or gently <laughs> used donation down here and get a iced, decaffeinated drink, like Kim just said. I like that. Raspberry Thanks. what? Lemongrass. Ah, there we go. The capital of Germany. Yeah. <laughs> Neither of those are correct. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Back on the program. Boys are hanging out at Pinion Coffee House. Come yeah, hang out baby. with us. 1761 Rio Rancho Boulevard Southeast. Make a donation to Locker 505. 10% off your purchase. Make a high priority donation and a social media post, 25%. So we're at the 528 location. Ah. At the southern cusp of Rio Rancho. Hey, by the way, I think three number numbers are cool. Three number numbers? Yeah, I think like 528 is a cool thing. I like 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 area code. Okay. Like, go on. I just, like, 505 is cool. Like, any three numbers that aren't in order? Yeah, I like three numbers, numbers. You're not a big one, two, three guy. No, one, two, three is not cool. But it is cool if you say, like, in an address. Okay. Yeah. So, like, say if you, like, I don't know, here's a good example. So, say if, like, you have, like, a bar and, like, like whatever you're on. Your like, address is one two three. Yeah, and then and you're like, "Welcome to the one two three bar." That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That is cool. We smoke our old fashions yeah. here with wood chips from pinyon trees. When uh, when I was a kid coming what? up, when I was a kid coming up, I would run around with the William Street Boys because we all lived on William Street. Okay, we thought it was cool. It's a cartoon company called William Street. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. who knew? Adult Swim. Me, I just said that. I knew. They had a pool? What did you just say? I'm sorry, what? William Street had a pool? Cartoon company? Where are you hearing this? You're saying there was an adult swim? Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Fred's got a two-minute timeout for that joke. <laughs> so we're up in Rio Rancho right across from Intel. If you haven't mm-hmm. been here before, make sure you get out mm-hmm. here. And um, Intel. the Albuquerque location on, on 4th Street and Alameda... 
said there's no way Rio Rancho can donate more than the Albuquerque Why did locations. they do that? That was so stupid of them. So Rio Rancho, get out here yeah. and help Locker 505 because the shots have been fired. The Alameda and 4th Street locations, not not my words, but pretty sure I called you all losers. That's it. I heard them say that. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, the Alameda location said, no way can Rio Rathole out-donate us, period, exclamation point, ellipses, new phone, who dis? Yes. And I remember when I read the text, I was like, that's aggressive, but it's on. What's a ranch river anyways? It makes no no sense. No sense. Again, not my words. No. Not my words. Sounds like like an established in the 80s Amway scam. So... Oklahoma City Thunder, okay? And the Thunder. Spelled wrong. Have we talked about this ever on the program? Oh, what is it? A-H? T-H-U-N-D-E-R. Thunder. T-H-U-N-D-E-R. Okay, how do they spell it? No, that's what I'm saying. That's not how you spell Thunder. How do you spell Thunder? How is that, how is that wrong? Thunder. T-H-U-N-D-E-R. I think they, they used to be incorrect, but now they spell it correctly. Oh, is that true? Yeah, yeah. It was originally spelled incorrectly. Here's the whole point I'm trying to get to. Chet okay. Holgram's out. Oh, surprise, surprise. The seven-foot tall guy who weighs the same as me, I weigh 165 pounds, gets injured? Of course the sentient scarecrow gets injured. What do you think's going to happen? Historically speaking, his body type, not a durable body type. No. You can't be seven foot tall and weigh under 200 pounds. Ligaments in his foot. No timetable on return. Never. The timetable, <laughs> oh, God. The timetable is never. Congratulations to Greg Odom Jr., Got drafted by the OKC Thunder. <sighs> Chet at Holmgrim. Trying to come up with a nickname here. Mike Holmgrim's boy? Not who it is? Chet at home again? Yeah, I have to come up with something. Not going to play. Naga, Naga. I'm not going to play for you, Oklahoma. Varsity, whenever we get back. Tuning on 95.9 FM, AN610, the sports animal. Boys are live from to start this one over. Boys are live from New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Come hang out with us. 1761 Rio Rancho Boulevard Southeast. Taking donations, not just today, but every day for Locker 505. You make a donation, you save 10%. On your order, you make a donation and you share a social media post, save 25%. So What a deal. What that's, a just a, that's a standing coop from your boys? Yeah. Yeah. Look what we did. We're going to break these poor people at New Mexico Pinion Coffee. Yeah, sorry for your um, rent. And your crumbling business. Yeah. Also. Hey, and it's not just like an iced frappuccino, whatever you normally like to get. Right. It's not a caramel macchiato. No, no, no. It's, it's beans. It's, it's everything. It's merch. Yes. It's New Mexico Pinion decoder rings. Anything it's, with a label that's not a plant with a name on it. Yeah, you can't have that's the plants. That's a theme they do here. You they, can't have the plants. They name their plants. And it's adorable. Yeah, and they're... They have similar plants. Like I'm looking right now at two ficuses, one named Bert, one named Ernie. This yeah, is very smart. clever. Mm-hmm. The, very big, the biggest one here is called Frankenstein. Oh, I like that one a lot. Yeah. I saw a cactus over there called Snuffleupagus. I haven't. 
really seen the connection. I don't know this happened right before you got here, Mm -hmm. but there's one without a name, and it's going to be Manfred now. uh, You're using my legal name. Yes. We teased it a little bit ago, but uh, your boys here at Two Men On. Friend of the show, Fantasy Football League, Van. So we're announcing it officially right now. Uh, We are hosting a Friend of the Show Fantasy Football League. Uh, There are a couple OGs that are already in, but what we're doing is we're opening up to uh, those fans who are excited. Um, But we're not just going to do a super boring online draft, Van. We need to do like a fun, in-person-y, like whiteboardy, beer-drinky, after-the-show one. Well, see, what I think we do Mm -hmm. is we have it live on air. Okay, this is very smart. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. We do it live on yeah. air. This is terrible, but I'm we in. We do it from a bar or okay. whatever. Yeah. The friends of the show who are in the league show up. Yeah, they don't they get got, headsets, though. They got their draft board or yeah, whatever, and, are, and we talk about it as we do it. I just want to be 100% sure here yes. that we're not mixing the friends of the show with headsets and beer. A lot of them can't stop using the F word. Yeah. it's yeah, uh, yeah. No filter on these no, guys. No, no. Yeah. They should see our DMs. Yeah. Not healthy. Nope. Nope. And, but, uh, I, and I do mean that F word, not your favorite F word, which is, of course, uh, fellowship. 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 fellowship at the fellowship. friend of the show. Yeah. So we are doing the uh, fellowship of the friends of the show, fantasy football, uh, fantastic finanza, and uh, reach out to your boys. So Fred at TalkABQ or Van at TalkABQ. You shoot us an email, we will get you in. Reach out, But really, social media, shoot us on the texter, 505-246-0610. Which I'm opening right yep, now. You already have it open. You reach out to us, you get us your information, and we will uh, make sure that you are in. But uh, I think we're currently we're chasing a handful of spots. we got a bunch of them. So we're going to do the friend of the show, fantasy football, uh, fellowship, bonanza. And then uh, also, and this is going to be fun updating on the air, we're going to do a real fun one with uh, with some industry guys. So yeah, yeah so I'm going to have a chance, and I'm excited about this. The league, hey, industry people listening right now, the league's mostly filled up. So if you have my personal text, shoot me one quick. Yeah, because there's not a lot of spots. Not left. a lot of spots yeah. left. Yeah. The uh, sorry for you. Just send it out this morning. Yeah. Leave me alone, soon. You hit these bangers. Gonna <laughs> Today's. I-9 Varsity, the I-9 Varsity of fist pumps, man. Yeah. Fist pumps. I-9 Sports League Office 280 and I-9Sports.com. Reach out to them. Talk to Jamie over at I-9 Sports today. They uh, they got a lot going on over there, my dude. It's it's that fall time of the year. And and get out to register your kids, 505 through and 24999. Um, but, yeah, they're, just, they're doing an absolute great job. So big thank you to them for being a part of the program. If you're not familiar with the varsity, we identify a talking point throughout the program and then identify the best of that talking point or a varsity team of it. This is not the JV team. This is not the freshman team. It's not the B team. This is the varsity team. Today's I-9 varsity is the I-9 varsity of fist pumps. Okay? Mm-hmm. It's a good one. You want to go first or you want me to? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. I'll get the most iconic one out of the way real quick. I don't remember the Wi-Fi password. That'd be great coffee. Ah, okay. Great coffee, sir. I also got kicked off. Good job, Russia. Yeah, well, I, I probably got a one-hour time limit. Right? Oh, is that what yeah, it is? It's not is. Russian robot hackers going after us? Don't believe it is. Well, I'll tell my own story. Okay. Number one on my I-9 varsity of mm-hmm. fist bumps. I'm going with the most iconic fist bump in the history of fist bumps. Yeah. Tiger in the red shirt on Sunday. All right, that's a very good one. I can't think of a more iconic fist bump in the universe than the Tiger Woods wearing the red shirt on Sunday fist bump. That's a very good answer. Thank it you. Is not even close to the best. The, okay. 
Don't you mm -hmm. forget about me. Strong work. Thanks for taking my last one. <laughs> Judd Nelson, who played John Bender in The Breakfast Club, famously at the end of The Breakfast Club, after sneaking a kiss from, is that Molly Ringwald? Molly Ringwald. Yeah, yeah, sure. Puts that fist pumpy in the air. As my father says, Molly Ringworm. Ali Sheedy's a stone-cold fox. Oh, still to this day. 100% to this day. Stunner. And in that movie, because she's doing, you know, the dandruff thing she's doing? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah shaking ever, the dandruff out. Anyone ever seen Breakfast Club? Simple Minds? Mm-hmm. Such a good one. That's one of those ones where it's, um, like, silhouetted. Silhouette, silhouette, can you do the Fandango? That's what this is. You're mixing, like, three songs in two different movies together, but <laughs> good job. <laughs> Not an aficionado. It's, it's okay. It's okay. No one I know. What do you got? You, you live your own life. Yeah. Okay. While as about as douchey as it gets. You live your own life. About, <laughs> about as douchey as it gets in the history of the universe. Ah, it gets the horns. The polar opposite of the Tiger Woods fist bump uh -huh. would be the Jersey Shore fist bump. Ah, uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Ooh, Iconic. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. You know a guy with too much gel in his hair. Yeah fake tan, a t-shirt that looks like a tattoo. You know this guy who does a fist bump, and you secretly hate him. You tolerate him. You bring him into the group because you know he doesn't have any other real friends. But next on my I-9 varsity of fist bumps, we're going Jersey Shore. All right, that's a very good one. Thanks, man. Go back all the way with me to 2012 to uh, the fist pump kid meme of the itty little baby. Smart. Who would pump his little fist, mm -hmm. and then you would, this is before memes got like super fried and weird and could be anything, but it would be like, at the top, he'd be like, thought today was Thursday, it's actually Friday, and the kid's doing the little fist pump. So that yes. is uh, yes. the fist pump kid meme. That's pretty iconic. Yeah, I got you. And now I'm going from fist pumps and pop culture to one for everybody. Oh, Okay. You know that fist bump when you're watching your favorite team and your team does something good? Yeah, that's a good one. And you don't want to celebrate too much. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's a your opponent sitting right next to you or you don't want to piss off your mother-in-law or something. Yeah. And you do that silent, like, little fist bump, like, right next to you, that little... Mm, mm. Next on my I-9 varsity of fist bumps is the my team just did something good and I can't overtly celebrate fist pump. Yeah, I uh, I know this about you because you and I are very good friends. Mm -hmm. You lost a relationship over w live streaming a Astros baseball game. That's correct. And, and not being able to hide your celebration of how well the Astros were doing That's as you were watching the game not, underneath. You're the, very close. As you were you're watching the game underneath the tablecloth of the dinner you were sitting at. You're getting. You, you're, you're very close. And you gave a fist pump in celebration, mm -mm. and they said. Really, Van? And you said, I don't love you. I've only loved the Astros yes. my entire life. Yes. There's nothing. That, that you, part's true. There's nothing you could ever do what I, to compete with my compassion. You're exactly right. You're, the, you're, you're, you're telling of the events of the story are a little off, but the ending is very true. She got upset that I was watching. Astros playoff baseball on my phone at dinner and <laughs> sent me 
a war. She sent me a war and peace <laughs> length text the next day. And I said, you need to be careful with this. I've been in a relationship with the Houston Astros for 35 years. For my whole life. I've known you for six months. Who do you oh. think? Who do you think I'm going to choose? Oh gosh! <laughs> As a guy, the longest relationship in my life is with WWE. Okay, it's the longest relationship I've ever had. I totally get what you're saying. <laughs> I have a picture of me in a Astros onesie. Yes, when I was a baby. Yes, you baby van. You can't compete with that, and you cannot get mad at me for fist bumping. Whenever my boys are doing it. I showed up to dinner, and I had it on silent. Oh, I am a gentleman. Damn. How have we never told that story on air? It's a good one. I'll give you the long version later, the, Albuquerque. Vital, I know the long version of the story. Van calls me after it happens, and he's like, you're not going to get the audacity. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, hey, and he's not, he's not throwing. You know how, like, when you're having a serious conversation with the boys? Yeah. Like, he's like, he's like hey, no jokes, no cussing. I'm going to tell you this exact story because he like it, could, it was it was basically a heart attack the way Van was talking about it. Oh, I kicked a curb. I kicked a girlfriend to the curb because she didn't want me to watch Packers anymore on TV. No, unacceptable. That's an easy one. Now you are good night, goodbye. It, you dodged a bullet no. there, Mikey. It doesn't matter what role you have in my life. Never are you allowed to devalue my hobbies and interests. Right. Yeah. Never am I allowed to devalue your hobbies and interests. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing I don't know anything about. Pokemon goes. Okay. I don't know where they go. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you get them. I don't know what you do with them. <laughs> but I can tell you this. I'm not going to chastise you is, because that's your thing to go with them. Is uh, New Mexico Pinion Coffee House on 528 in Rio Rancho, is this a Pokemon gym? Is this a gym? Can is you, there a gym spot here? Can you come? There's something here. Okay. Hey, who here has the Pokemon Go? Pokemon. Do you have the, do you have the Pokemon Go? Are here. Is this a Pokemon Go? Okay, so it is. Apparently it is. So we're being told it get, is. Get your new or gently used yeah. clothing items. Come yeah. down to Mexico Pinion, catch a Pokemon. Yeah, and show us. And get either 10 or 25% <laughs> I, If of you come order. down to the Pinion, capture a Pokemon, which yes. I don't know if that's the right verbiage, you show it to me, I'll buy I'll just hand you a bag of coffee. Like, that's how I feel right now about how passionate I am about people who love that. So the texts are pouring in <laughs> to be part of the friend of the show. I think we already have like 20 people. Okay, that's okay, a now l- we're going to have to do some kind of lottery to right. get in. Well, we'll do the. Yeah, that's actually a lot okay. of people. Okay, I didn't realize there would be so many. Another bunch. Uh, my last one is when Barack Obama was getting uh, was was president. Joe Joe Biden gave him a fist pump and was like, "Hey, this is a big freaking deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal." Yeah. So that's my number one. Okay, uh, uh, my my number one. On yeah. my I nine varsity of fist pumps. Uh huh. Is when your boy does something cool. Yeah. Has, if you got a dear friend, has a kid, gets married, has a kid, gets married, has a big life, love that, got that promotion he's always looking yep. for, and like you just know, yeah, just yeah. give it that fist bump. There's, there's also the one, um, and this one's like hyper specific. The moment after, and I don't mean a full second, I mean a half a second. I mean the after mm-hmm. when you slide in under the tag. Oh yeah, sliding in under the tag, the pop up fist pump. Oh, yeah. there is something about that that's, that is that's good. That's good. That's drugs. Mm-hmm. Sliding it under the tag is drugs. How about a we'll hockey th- one when they score and they fist pump on, you know, do the other? Oh, well, hold on, Michael. See, here's why no. Because <laughs> that happens every time. It happens every time. Yeah. yeah that's like, that's like right. at the end of a volleyball play when everyone comes together and it's like, hey, we're going to celebrate this big one or whatever. 
We'll grab a break. I'll get the sponsors when we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live from Mexico, Pinion on Coffee, and all the conversations surrounding the program is about Van leaving a girl because he has a passion for the Houston Astros baseball team. Uh, you've only received universal praise and support here at New Mexico Opinion Coffee. That is correct. That is correct. I, and I don't see the problem with it whatsoever. Agree completely. Yeah. Wait till I tell you the long story you, on the program sometime. There's a couple things that you don't put in front of bros. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. And if you consider the Houston Astros your bros. Yes, yes, yes. That's unfortunate for a lot of things. And the thing that you don't put in front of bros right. rhymes with bros. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, with a different yeah. letter. Yeah, nose. Yeah, yeah. You don't put your nose and You don't stick your nose out. No. no. Nose you don't. No, no, nose. Yeah. How'd that relationship work out? Who knows? Well, I know. Oh. We literally broke up because of that. That's just- <laughs> I was like, this is the last red flag you're going to wave. Yeah, we only bang trash cans yeah. here. That's they what were- you said. No more, and and in my defense, it's not like anything irrational, you know. No, there was more red flags waving right. than a uh, China Turkey soccer friendly. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, a lot of red flags. Uh, that means it's a lot of red flags, Fred. Social media messages and emails are pouring in for the friend of the show fantasy league. So we're gonna have to. Uh, yeah, to the OG. Yeah, we're going to have to figure that one out. Yeah, the OG friends of the show, you better get in right now because I think we're already over. We, um, I'm still going to take applications, though, because that's how I roll. So Fred at TalkABQ.com. <laughs> Reach out to me. Also, uh, Fred.Slow at Cumulus.com. That one is uh, not as reliable as I only check it whenever I get an updated password on the elevator. We might have to have some, like, play-in games or something. Like, uh couple friends of the show thunderdome on their way in so the- we could straight rake from um hard knocks and we could do draft position based on how long people can juggle okay not not the worst thing i've ever heard <laughs> not so great what we're gonna do is we're gonna meet yeah. at duke city cornhole and the first 12 guys to hole okay. one yeah yeah that's the plan or you could just stop it to the first 12 He's going with the first 12? What if there's a friend of the show not listening right now oh, that, that needs be, an opportunity? That'd be a bummer. That would be that, a bummer. That would be a bummer. Yeah. I have right. promised two spots. Okay. Okay. Right. I know you have promised more. Yes, I have. But that leaves some and the, spots. And the rest are pouring in. So, okay, we got like four spots to fight over. Let's call it four spots to fight over. You sound like Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Detroit Lions. <laughs> so tough. What we could do is we could have a fantasy football league, tell all the thoughts it's for them, and then create a completely separate but equal, like, live fantasy football league. Oh, smart. Yeah, yeah. and that's the one we're in with the money and the cocaine pants. Okay. I keep forgetting about the cocaine pants. How, did you, how was it that makes, not your takeaway from makes, Hard Knocks? Because I was trying to take him literally. <laughs> he's, very, he's, he's way more intelligent than he looks like. Who? Can we just say that? Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. At which I looked it up because friend of the show, Marty, called. Drafted the third round of the New York Giants. Played okay. two years there. Then went over to Dallas. Okay. Well, you know what draft I would take Dan Campbell first in? The No, the, the, no I don't. The draft of coaches that can beat up all the other coaches. <sighs> Could you imagine him just smashing Bill Belichick to pieces? Wouldn't that be hilarious? 
Like physically with his own hands? Yes, yes. No, Bill Belichick is an elderly man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Belichick's out in the first round. Who makes it through? Sean McDermott. It's crazy to me that you're like, you know what I'm going to do to connect with my guys? I'm going to tell them to make sure they dust the cocaine off of their pants. I cannot stress this to you enough. I think you were interpreting that. That is not what they said. That is not what they meant whatsoever. So I just did a quick Google search of Dan Campbell and cocaine pants. Okay. There are lots of returns. Okay. For a demonstration, he wasted like a Levi's 501's worth of cocaine. And everyone knows if you have a cocaine problem, you're not wasting it. You're not cocaine. wasting it. So that means Dan Campbell does not have a cocaine problem. <laughs> <laughs> What's that called? Ipso facto. Yes. If A and B, then C. <laughs> Major changes coming to the PGA Tour, Van. Yeah. No, all right. So number one, there's elevated tournaments now. So elevated tournaments... I guess are like are there are they single day? I'm a little confused on that format, but they pay twenty million dollars a pop. So it used to be you don't make that, and then Liv showed up and everyone makes that. Mm-hmm. And now for I guess what is competitive balance in leagues? I guess and the in pro wrestling this was called the Monday Night Wars WWE WCW where the two brands had to keep innovating against each other okay. to create parallel du- dueling jousting yes. products and both products rise to the point to where it was the best time in the history of professional wrestling mm. we're getting that with golf right now yes steel sharpens steel my friend what is that that's a quote gandhi i think so okay <laughs> so Martha Stewart so this this is not new Okay, this is new to anyone who hasn't played Tiger Woods PGA Golf in the early 2000s. The video game. Because the format that they're talking about, playing golf on a digital screen and then having a smaller course within a stadium, was actually already on the EA Sports Tiger Woods Golf in the early 2000s. All they're doing is copying a video game, and now they're going to tour and take this to stadiums. Also, it's genius. Is it Savannah Bananas? It's close-ish. It is, right? Yeah, it's close This is not golf. This is golf adjacent. So they're going to play holes on a giant simulated big screen, and then they're going to have golf obstacle courses all around the inside of the stadium. That's a genius idea. This is going to attract non-golf fans. It would attract me. You. You. It was an ellipsis, not a period. Yes. It will attract you. <laughs> I we've had this talk before, where because regularly we work like I'll use like New Mexico Pinion as an example. I use like mm-hmm. whoever the YMCA. We should do this for the YMCA. So we should call the YMCA and we say we need a putt putt scramble tournament. Okay, a putt putt scramble tournament. Yes, where we show up in teams of two or four. Don't okay. care. Mm-mm, doesn't matter. And we do putt putt in a scramble format. This is a big dollar fundraiser. Mm-hmm. And you're like, Fred, it doesn't make sense. It's so simple. It's so stupid. That's why it's so good. Most On- good ideas are simple. Games you don't have to explain the rules. People love. Most good ideas, your haters will call them stupid. Yes. Yes. Also, imagine Tiger Woods and Rory McElroy battling it out 
at Real Rancho Event Center. Thank you. And friggin' Imagine Dragons opens up for them. And they got they got bare knuckle boxing this weekend. Yes, like Real bare Rancho Event Boxing Town. Imagine Dragons, and then the Better Live Tour. Thunder, thunder, <laughs> and the lightning, and the thunder. It's going to be too good. It's going to be great. I'm excited. I just want to make sure it comes to Albuquerque. So they're, the new one, TGL is the new one from them, and then there's elevated tournaments for golf. This whole thing's upside down on its head, and it's because the bad guys made the good guys be better. Do you know how many old white guys are upset at this? It's going to be a bunch. If I tell you, say Josh is here for his 530, can we cross him over real quick before we go to break? I want to run something by him. All right, so... We're going to bring in Josh Sushan for about two minutes before we go talking ice tubs and baseball. Because I want to make sure, because, like, the Sush. All right, Josh, you're with us. Before we hit on ice tubs yeah. baseball, welcome to the program. Hey, buddy. What is better, new futuristic golf played in a stadium or traditional golf? New futuristic golf played in a stadium or regular golf? That's the question. What is yes. better? Yeah. Yes. Regular golf. Okay. Okay. We've got a, we've got a historian here all of a sudden. No, I, I agree. What? Yeah, the novelty will wear, will wear off with the stadium golf and the digital screen. But golf How many holes are golf. you going to play on a baseball field? Three? Well, nine. The yeah. answer is nine. Play, play nine. Uh, that's going to be um, there, there's gonna be a lot of uh, hold on, playing through. <laughs> hey, what you're going to have is a lot of groundskeepers at these stadiums going, oh, how are we going to replace that divot? Uh, oh gosh! There's so like much a dirt in here. Whole miniature golf could be pretty fun on a baseball field, though. All right, write that idea down. We're going to do that. I know a ballpark. When we get back, more with the Sus, Josh Sushan. We're talking ice topes baseball. It's two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. Back on the program, back live from New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We're at the coffee house, Rio Rancho location. Come hang out with your boys. Coffee House is kind of happening late into the evening. That's right. Yeah, there's kind of a lot of people here. I'm impressed. Brandon Gold is going tonight for the Ice Tubs. He's on the bump at Ice Tubs Park as they're taking on the visiting Round Rock Express. Won the first game of the series yesterday, and the Sus. Josh Sushan brought you all that action. Jay, welcome to the program. Thanks. It's good to be back. I haven't talked to you guys in a while. It's. Uh, I hate that. I hate that that's, that happens to us sometimes. It's... Um, it's a long commercial break. It's been like five minutes since I've been able to talk long, to you guys. So it's been a tough five break. minutes. Three minutes yeah. and 30 seconds. Yeah. The, uh, oh, okay. Hey, we do me a favor, Jay. Go, down, go down to Michelle Montoya's office and get my uh, Brandon Gold Be Kind jersey. Still haven't picked it up yet. So if you get that for me, that'd be great. Um, when did your car stop working? Okay. Uh, touche. Nice. 100% touche. <laughs> Boys are going to sweep the series, huh? What's up? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, you keep hitting four home runs every night, and you got a pretty good chance of that. You guys want to take a guess how many times the Isotopes have hit four home runs or more in a game this year? They got 54 wins, so I'm going to say 54 times. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good guess. Ten times. That's oh, a lot. That's a lot of home Ten runs. Ten times day, to hit boys. four or more home runs in a game. Take, it takes Albert Pujols four games to do that. <laughs> No real joke there. I don't know where I was going with that. Crickets. Yeah, but no, they uh, they they hit the long ball. I mean, and they got obviously the Rockies are bringing guys in the organization that that got the talent to do that. Uh, it gets contagious, though, right? You see one of the boys doing, and everyone else is trying to. 
Yeah, actually, I'm a big believer in contagious hitting, both good contagious hitting and bad contagious hitting. I was actually talking to Ellen Trejo about this the other day, and he was, like, totally on board. He's like, there's just something about when you see your teammate do it and, you know, because baseball such an individual thing, right? Other than a double play or maybe a rundown or a relay on a ball that gets hit to the outfield, there's really not a lot of teamwork that's involved in baseball, right? Everyone just does their thing. They're supposed to do it really well together. And, but he said, you know, when someone comes back to the dugout and they hit a home run, and he said it's just such good vibes, and, he, you know, and I've heard so many guys on this team say, you know, we all just like each other. We all, we're all just a bunch of good dudes, and everyone likes being around each other. And then I also think that it, that players, they don't try as hard. You're not pressing when you've seen a bunch of your teammates hit a home run. Um, there's a little bit of like one ums, uh, one upsmanship, if that's a word, and like in a good way. It's like, all right, you did it, I'm going to do it, and then who's going to do it next? So I, I definitely believe in, in contagious hitting, and, and it's been very contagious this year. So you know me, I'm the biggest Astros dork in the history of the universe. But the Colorado Rockies have always had a special place in my heart. Coors Field's amazing. Love the purple. There's so much cool stuff about the Rockies organization. But what really seals it for me, except for C.J. Crone and Chris Bryant, basically this whole roster are all isotopes. How cool is that to watch? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's just really fun when you turn on the TV and you're like, I know that guy. I know that guy. I got that guy's phone number in my in my contacts. You know, like I've sat next to that guy on a plane. I've spent three hours on a layover. You know, cursing the world in United Airlines. You know, with that guy. You know, and so and I'm sure there's a lot of fans who're like, hey, I, I got that guy's autograph. You know, I sat next to that guy in the restaurant. You know, that guy threw a ball to me. Now he's in the big leagues. I'm watching him on TV. Or I, you know, go up to Denver and I see him. And you know, and I think that our players are so good about going out to the community. I and mean, there's probably a lot of kids in elementary schools and in hospitals and in other different places that may not even like realize it or remember it but oh yeah ryan mcmahon came to visit me when i was in school or you know kyle freeland you know came to my hospital or you know um you know go on and on down the list of the impact that they have in the community and you know i mean that's i mean that's what makes minor league baseball so special do you know how the fellowship translates to the major leagues? Because obviously there's a ton of shared time at the minor league level. It's travel, it's obviously housing, it's, it's all those things that are combined. But at the major league level, we know it's a little bit of a different dynamic. Do those players, to your knowledge, make the effort to, to stay as connected at the major league level as they were when there were so many of them at the AAA level? Yeah, you know, that's interesting. That's a really good question. I've talked to guys, and I've seen, like, wedding photos, right, where guys get married. And the players who are usually in your wedding photos are the guys who you played at the lowest level of minor league baseball with. And sometimes those those connections stay with you until, you know, you both make the major leagues. Um, you know, or you get traded, you have a d- different organizations. I think there's something about... I mean, for you guys, I mean, what, like during your college years, like I look at my friends from college years, and there's like one, maybe two from the dorms, you know, who I'm still in touch with. But for me, it's, you know, like my late college years, the people I worked with at the Daily Aztec, um, you know, the people who kind of like had the same interest of me of like sports and journalism and broadcasting, that those are the ones that I stayed in touch with. And so, and so that's, 
the years is basically like 20 to 23, right? And so you yeah. think about for these guys, age 20 to 23, that's like their last year in college. That's like their first couple of years in the minor leagues when they're in rookie ball or they're in single A and you're just constantly on buses, you know, and you're sharing rooms. And I think that that creates a, a level of bond. You know, by the time that you get to the major leagues, a lot of guys are married and you have kids. And so, you know, the game's over and you got family responsibilities. Um, to answer your question, they do make the effort. And, and there's a lot of guys who do become good friends who just meet for the first time in the big leagues. But if we're going to generalize, I would say your closest friends are the ones who you meet at the lowest level of minor league baseball. You know, we're just talking about all these isotopes players going up to Denver. Uh, on the bump tonight, Brandon Gold, with the way he's been pitching lately, he's kind of knocking at the door too, isn't he? So Brandon's in this spot where he, when he's pitched well, he's been like, hey, man, you got to pay attention to Brandon, right? And then, right. And then he's in like, he had a stretch there where he went about a month, and there's like three or four or five there in a row where he did not pitch well. And so, his, I mean, if we're being candid here, his overall numbers are not screaming for promotion. But I, I still think that Gold's future in the big leagues would be as a long relief guy. And that's the role he had to start the season, and he's gone back to that role a couple of times, and basically whenever they've needed a starter, he's gone back to that role. You know, but, I mean, he's not a guy who's consistently pitching six, seven innings and is going to dominate a lineup three, four times through. Not that there's a whole lot of guys in the big leagues who do that, but you know, I, I just think that his his best role is probably as a guy who you know can basically do like what Matt Dennis did yesterday and what Austin Gomber did today for the Rockies, and that is the starter gets knocked out early, and we need someone who can save the pen. We need someone who can throw fifty to sixty five pitches and throw three to five innings in relief and save everybody else. And it's a thankless job. It's the least interesting job. It's the job that you don't want, but it's actually a really important job. Christian Bergman made a career out of it. Chris Rustin made a career out of it and especially with the Rockies and that ballpark is often as guys get knocked out early you know like the Rockies usually need two of those guys on their staff and I think that developing someone who can have that role as thankless of a role as that is is actually really important so I just googled the daily Aztec Josh Sushan how many uh how many articles you think are still up there Jay there's a lot, man. I wrote a lot of stories today last night. I was there for three and a half of my five years. I was on the five-year plan. I was there, there for is... three and a half years, and I was the editor-in-chief of the whole thing at the end. Yeah, a lot of bylines so by the So by the end, I didn't write a lot the last year because I was too busy doing editor things. Okay, well, I mean, don't hate that at all. But, uh, you, know, you, know what, you know what it taught me? It taught me that I don't want to edit, that I want to create my own content. I don't want to help <laughs> people with their content. I just want to do my own. A little inside baseball. There is such a uh, balance between talent and technical when it comes to this world, and half of it is nauseating. Mm. I just, mm. I'm very good at a lot of it, and I hate every second of all of it. And I'm, <laughs> I'm talking not about the microphone. Who's on the pregame tonight? Uh, Matt Dennis, who we just spoke about. You know, again, okay. he comes in the first inning. Round Rock has already scored five. And he he, became, he was the MVP last night. Three and one-third innings. No runs. No hits. He stabilizes the game, allows the isotopes to rally to come back. And we talked about what a thankless role the long reliever job is. Right. and But yet how important it is and how it's not an easy thing to do. And then um, we also talked about hula dancing because I know you guys were expecting that. Yeah, we talked about hula dancing. All the time. What, do we go a day I mean, without talking about hula dancing? I mean, you, you shouldn't go too long without talking about hula dancing, and I did with Matt Dennis today. Josh, a lot of people go to college that long. Don't feel bad. 
Yeah, I was actually one of the fastest out of all my friends. (laughs) 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 They were on like the six to eight year plan. I felt I felt like I got out in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, I mean, my girlfriend's a doctor. I mean, that's how long it takes to get out of of college, right? That makes sense. Sure, sure, sure. That's not, that's not correct. Remember, in the 1990s, like, classes were impacted. They didn't make sure that you got classes. I had an entire year. I couldn't even register for classes. I had, there, there's this thing called crashing classes. You just showed up, and you just stayed, and you hoped that the professor would allow you to take the class, even though they didn't have room. You hoped that somebody would drop out, and so you went to a class. I swear, this is a real thing in the 90s. You went to a class for two to three weeks, hoping that you could get added to the class at some point, and I did it all the time for one entire year passionate <laughs> on the <laughs> on the back to the winton watch oh three hit game last night to get him over a 300 how impressed are you super impressed and he continues to just do a lot of different things um i don't know if he had any hits today that the rockies did not play well today at all today um but i think the quantity of starts that he's had is a is an indication that Bud Black believes in him, and Bud knows yeah. that he can help in a lot of different ways. He went one for four today, drove in a run, scored a run. So, okay, he's sitting 314. But Bud knows that he can help you win a game just with his glove. And, you know, at this point, you know, I feel like any offense that he provides is probably bonus. At the same time, it's nice when the number nine guy is batting 314. It's a pretty sweet deal. I'm about it. Yeah. Jay, have a good broadcast tonight, and good luck to the boys. All right, thanks. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Good dude. When we get back? More from Mexico Opinion on Coffee. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live on the program. Back live from Opinion Coffee House. We're at the Rio Rancho location. But I can't remember the address. What is it, Sophia? 1761 Rio Rancho Boulevard. Sophia Apodaca joining us. She is the store manager, and she was just telling us off air uh, because she just gave an entire bin of donations, Locker 505, that you believe your store will raise the most donations and that 4th Street will be in your dust for the entirety of the rest of the year. I hope so. I love everything about that. Without saying too many words, that's exactly what she said. Yes. 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 She looked us both in the eyes and said it is now a blood feud mm-hmm. between the Rio Rancho location yeah. and the other locations. And mark my words, we will raise more for Locker 505 than any other location. She keeps saying, remember the Alamo. That was weird. Yeah. That was <laughs> I guess she's, she's taking it very seriously out here. How's the first week of promotion gone with Locker 505? Uh, people have been coming in. There have been donations? Yeah, there have been donations. Um, definitely people have been really interested in it. Um, our baristas have been really excited to promote it and just introduce it to our customers and stuff. So. Love everything about that. So Locker 505, you might not know, Sophia, but... Um, Bernalillo County forever. That was their mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And then being able to kind of like expand out, which they have this year. So this might be the first exposure for Rio Rancho to Locker 505 uh, really at all. Right. Yeah. So it, you're kind of the this side of the river hub for, for what is going on with Locker 505. When you're communicating with people, what kind of feedback are you getting on, on Locker 505 and their program? Oh, they think that it's amazing. And, I mean, it really is. I mean, they're helping clothe students in this area. So a lot of people are down to help, and they're like, oh, okay. You mean I'm going to go make sure I donate later on and yeah. something like that. So, Yeah, you know, Kim was on the program earlier, and when she left, she left with a, a full basket already. Yeah. So how many baskets is that so far? So far, two. two but still, two? that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, felt, I saw good. like a pair of Crocs in there, so it's okay. pretty nice. Okay. okay. So you can get Jealous. rid of this. Yeah, well, but <laughs> yeah. also, like, guys, don't bring your trash. Like, because that's what I hear when you say Crocs. That's, 
You're just cleaning out your closet. <laughs> That's the very back of the... It wasn't just a pair of Crocs. There was also underwear and oh, okay. socks and clothes of all different sizes. And I checked because I couldn't find anything medium slim. Okay. Well, don't <laughs> say, you, please don't steal from kids. We have this talk all the time. Sophia, uh, how, how are you in the world of sports? You got a, you got a favorite team? You got a favorite in anything? Oh, I don't really follow. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. but we're trying to get you into it. You're gonna be a big. My mom's a big Dallas Cowboys okay. fan. Oh, there we yeah, go. Sorry to hear about uh, that's, that's original around here. <laughs> Can't believe that she's a uh, Michael Parsons is going to do the the what undefined is that the name of the show? I, I forgot already. Undisputed. Undisputed. That's what yeah, it is. So the linebacker for the Cowboys is going to guest host on this talk show. Oh, every it's Tuesday morning. Going to be terrible. <laughs> He's going to be all hopped up on painkillers every Tuesday morning. Is it, well, or Pinyon coffee. That's, a, that's supposed to be their day off to that's, rest and rehabilitate for the next yeah, week. Not going to happen. Not going to yeah. happen. Then. Uh, so here at the Rio Rancho location, which is immediately across from Intel, uh, 528 is kind of the crossroad, but you're on Rio Rancho Boulevard. As people are coming through and, and they're, they're here daily, is, do you think by the time the, the holidays roll around and do you think by the time that people are, are quote-unquote more in the giving spirit that this could be the hub for those types of donations, do you do you feel like this will be the hot spot? Oh yeah, I yeah. definitely think so. Um, especially people look for ways to like donate and give during the the holiday seasons, and they want to look for ways that they can reach out and help others. So I think this is definitely um, an easy way for them to you mean help out students in need. So mm-hmm. what's what's the most donated item you've seen so far? So far, I've seen um, like socks and shirts. That's good. Yeah. They're good. And the, so, obviously, with the high uh, high importance items and the social media posts, uh, when people are coming in, is it, is it like a quick explanation? Does it does it slow down the process of people coming through, or or is it a pretty comfortable exchange? Um, it's usually pretty comfortable, yeah. unless people are pretty um, on their way. They need to go fast, and we're like, oh, okay. But um, a lot of people are really like. Um, they really don't mind just stopping and listening yeah. for even if it's just a quick explanation of what it's on and then plus we you go to their website. When I was a kid, this was a move we did. So I went to college in Washington. Okay, I went to Washington State. Okay. And we had a Starbucks on campus. So you would weird, go to Starbucks. Weird flex. Weird in okay. Washington. Yeah. All Seattle's right. best. How about okay. Seattle's worst? So we would go to the Starbucks mm-hmm. and I would do this number. I go, Can I get a coffee? And they bring it. Like, oh cool, can I get a scone? They bring it. I go, cool. Can I get another coffee? And they bring it. And I would just keep doing this until people behind me would get, like, so animated. And I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to spend my money here, bro. Like, this was like a, uh, this was a go-to move for young, me as a Young kid. Fred thought that was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not my, for you. My, yeah, my gig at Starbucks <laughs> is giving, like, really weird, uncomfortable names that they don't want to say out loud. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. good one. Uh-huh. That's, that's, they write their name reluctantly on the cup. And they're like, I'm handing this to somebody else. That's, they, not the move. Yeah. <laughs> anything we missed, uh, Sophia? Anything we need to make sure we cover? Also, don't do that here. Don't. No, don't give Sophia don't, a weird yeah, name. Yeah, don't give Sophia a yeah. vulgar name on the cup. Okay. Yeah. There's nice people here. What's the weirdest? It's name? Not like Starbucks. Oh well, I think we've like. I can't even think of it now. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> off the air, and we'll bring it back in after the break. Sophia uh, Apodaca, thank you so very much. The store manager here in New Mexico, Pinon, the Rio Rancho one. Yes, the Rio Rancho one. The best one, you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two <laughs> <laughs> on, 95.9 up in an AM 610. The Sports Animal. Couldn't, uh... 
Couldn't have gone hula music here, Michael? You don't... There's no respect to the Sioux. Nope. Zero. Zero. You can give him a thought, really. I mean, cool, I guess. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I, I'm in this song, though. I mean, I'm into it. I'm not saying I'm not into it. Yeah, this is like when the bad guy rides in the town. Oh, yeah. This is a is a good guy, a desperado, or is that a bad guy? I could go either way. I believe it could go either way. Like a cowboy. Mm-hmm. Cowboys can be good or bad. Correct. Desperados can be good or bad, too. Also, like narrative of the storyteller. Yeah. Yeah. Depends on perspective. Now, I don't if know. If you're a bank, probably a bad guy. Cowboys are bad. Sheriff. Very yeah. bad. <laughs> Some of my favorite things about, like. I mean, if you're a brothel owner. Very good. Great for business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're a bounty hunter. Good business. Yeah, good business. Good business. I like old-timey, like, cowboy phrases. Yeah, I'm a lawman. Like, what? Yeah. Who's? Okay. Lawman? I can see the badge. You don't have to say you don't call yourself a lawman. You have a badge. You have a badge. You have a badge. I'm sorry you've been tuckered out on the range. Yeah. Sheriff, we get it. Yeah. Roundup. We get it. What is Roundup? I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm acting so highfalutin'. Yeah, ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Seed of the poppy. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Some, what is some that? Fiddles. What is that? I don't know what that is. What's that's a fiddle? A desperado food. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Need a... What's that? What's that bottle? What's that medicine they would drink for everything? Lidocaine? Laudanum. 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 Which is just basically drinking opium. It's just a laudanum. You're just... You're just drinking heroin. <laughs> hey, Michael, you're trying. Hey, you, got a, you got a little tummy ache? Yeah. Little have, some, them. have some liquid heroin. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got to pull your tooth? Yeah. Here. Have some <laughs> yeah. liquid heroin. Oh, right. In Stagecoach to Oregon, are you? Why don't oh, you just, man. And all you hear is the, the yeah. clackling of glass bottles and you, a carry-on. You got the old saddle taint. Yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah. Have some liquid heroin. Well, li- to be fair. Mm, to be fair. Life, be fair. Was, life was hard when you're widowed at 16. Yeah, that's a <laughs> like, hey, good life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good work oh. if you can get it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> when the life expectancy is 30 and your wife makes it to 16. Yes. Yeah. As long as you have 12 kids, like four of them live, that's a great life. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Cowboy terms are too funny to me. Buckaroo. Oh, <laughs> like, Buckaroo. Yeah. That's a good oh, one. that's the new daddy-o. No. <laughs> 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 oh. Okay, linebackers are stupid. So We've heard you say that before. So Micah Parsons is now a guest host on this, this TV show. It's hosted by Shannon Sharp. Okay. And another guy. So he's going to show up every Tuesday morning and do what? Uh, he's going to comment on a show. On what? Like the Cowboy game? He's like going, what else can you talk about? What's that guy's name? Chip? Skip. Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless. Yeah. He's going to have to out-yell Skip Bayless in front of Sterling Sharp's brother. <sighs> no offense to this plan. This is during the season, right? Yes. 
No offense to this plan. If they if the Cowboys play on Monday Night Football, Micah Parsons wakes up the next day and goes and gets yelled at They're, by Skip Bayless. Why would he sign up for this? I, I get the brand. I get I get penetration. I get name, image, likeness. I get all these things. Mm-hmm. I get all these things resonate. Hey, I work for Cumulus. I actually work for Fred Slow. Mm-hmm. Hey, I work for New Mexico Hunters University. I actually work for Fred Slow. Yeah. Like, if I'm Dallas Cowboy fan, yeah. I'm mad as all get out if my starting linebacker has a job outside of his job right. of being the starting linebacker. Oh, Micah Parsons on Undisputed. That's a bunch of balderdash. Yeah. <laughs> That's broomtail behavior if I ever seen it. It's <laughs> a cowboy uh, reference. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. It feels... It feels like Carney a little bit. Okay. Where it's like, you know what you should be doing on Tuesdays? Okay. I don't know. Ice bath. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Seeing the trainer. Ice bath. Get a massage. Yeah. Hold the iPad really too close to your face. Learn the playbook. Yeah, look at film. Ugh. Do hey, yoga, probably. But he walked right into Jerry Jones' office like a flannel talker that he is. Yeah. And he just said, I can do both, coach. I'm going to make the program look real good. And also... What if they catch a tough L? Yeah. What if they catch a tough L against, I don't know, garbage New York Giants? Oh, that'd be sad for What are you going to do then? You're yeah. going to go in there and act all jubilant? You know what your fan base is going to do? Because you can't go on TV and be Eeyore. ESPN don't want that. ESPN don't hire no Eeyores. They hire dogs. They don't want cats. Yeah, I mean, you, dude, Monday night football, you get busted up on the bright lights then you got to wake up the next morning yeah. and go do that? No. And they they got to film at, like, what, 6 in the morning or you something? You would think. Yeah. Well, and even if they bump that one, right? So, like, you let's just, say traditional games on Sunday. No, I got. I know what you do. You just stay up through the night. You get some Detroit sweatpants. Laudanum. And you just stay up throughout the whole night. And then you do the program. Then you go to sleep. <sighs> like, I can't imagine going back to your hotel room and not even getting underneath your lammy, though. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, what you do is you had a rough day at work. You throw on your long johns. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have a little. Uh, I like that. Have a little bit of fire water. Yeah. Hard tack. Yeah. Start, th- start doing some hard tack. Before you head over, you just say, giddy up. Like you said, that's how you get ready to go. G to G. If I'm Dallas Cowboy fan, I'm I'm as pissed about this as anything. There's I do not want my players having jobs outside the job of winning football games. It is stupid. It is a waste of time. Uh, also, just get the kid that just retired. Like if you like if you really want a linebacker, go get the Griffin kid that just yeah. uh, quit the Seahawks or whatever. Yeah. Like good for him, by the way, for making it in the NFL. He had one hand. Yeah, that's differently abled as it gets. Yes, as far as I know. That's the only person missing a limb in the history of the NFL. Yeah, well, Abbott. Ob- well, that's MLB. Well, close enough. I said NFL. It happens a lot in baseball. Yeah. And, like, the old-timey baseball, you get a nickname for it. Old Three Fingers McGinty's in the Hall of Fame. Shaquem Griffin retired from the NFL today, and a lot of people say he worked his ass off to get there, but he really just worked his hand off. Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> Okay, and grabbing that low-hanging fruit well, there. Well, it didn't make it out of the first round. Also, never got a round of applause. He uh, <laughs> defied the odds. he got a brother still playing. He does. Yeah. Well, and being differently able is a thing. But, like, 
the dude can talk. Like, the dude goes. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. Also looking for a job. What are you doing, Micah Parsons? Yeah, yeah. Um, taking the jobs out of the the one hand of these ex-football players, that's really unfair. Like, who do you call for that? Equal opportunity something something? Who do I file a, a claim with? Micah Parsons. Take an ice bath. Get a massage. If I'm, Study your playbook. If I'm leaving the league and I'm talking about, like, heat, if I'm talking about, like, all right, because you know in the NBA, guys are, like, mad at Kevin Durant because he's going to re-sign with the Nets and there's no story here and there never was in a messed up free agency. Oh, man, all of the told you so. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm NFL player who's on my way out, the last thing I want is guy taking opportunity from me in the broadcast world because that's a solid form of, of like, employment for a former athlete. Like, Ryan Clark is killing. Mm-hmm. He's cleaning up. You're very good. You might go from the field to the microphone back to the front office. Also, Shaquem, the, the Shaquem Griffin, he can go on to do a lot of things. Yes. Like, he could, because being differently abled, mm-hmm. he's going to be able to, like, impact people and communities in a whole other way. But... Put a microphone in this front of this guy's face and let him go anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere that needs a sprinkle and, of inspiration. And, like, lastly, Micah Parsons, just wait. Just wait. Go be a linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys. Be a TV personality, I don't know, 15 years from now. Any well, final words? He's getting, the, he's getting the jump, that's for sure. Any final words, man? Oh, my goodness. Too much for the time allotted, my friend. But anything we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow morning on the opening drive with Jeff JJ and A. Marie. Michael, you did very good. Thank you to Mexico Pinion Coffee. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.